Welcome to the podcast, Conversations with Jeff Bucknam. Dr. Jeff Bucknam is the lead pastor of teaching and vision at Harvest Bible Chapel in Chicagoland. And uh, we're going to have a conversation today. It's what we do every single week. I wasn't here last week, Jeff. You're right, Tommy. I was on vacation. We should let people know that we're on lo- we're on location today. We are. We, uh, yeah, this is not our normal setup. We yeah. are currently right now. By the way, I'm Tommy Kreitz, uh, co-host, host of the podcast. Um, and we are now currently in a room that is probably one of the coldest rooms I've ever yeah. been in. We're at the Elgin campus. Yep. And we're in one of the offices at the Elgin campus. Mm-hmm. And uh, we found out where all the air conditioning goes. Yeah, it goes at right the into Elgin this campus. Room. It goes into this room. So I was told that it was blowing 57 degree weather <laughs> or air in weather. <laughs> yeah. Air into this room. It's boiling hot yeah. in the worship center right now. <laughs> but but it, is, it is you could <laughs> you could preserve some meat in this room. It's so cold. So We've we've at least identified where the heating and cooling problems are at the uh, at the Elgin campus. Yes. Now it's time for us to fix it by putting a string of straws from this room yep. to that other room, which shouldn't take that long. No. Put the kids on it, you yeah. know what I mean? It's Shove a great the straws project. all together. Yeah, it's an amazing project. Put some tape around them, and away so we go. That feels really good, Jeff. Like we're not just fixing, you know, like we're not just you know bringing people entertainment to listen to some interesting things to listen to we're like fixing problems that's us you know that's us it's you and me (laughs) fixer uppers jeff uh i wanted to talk to you about something today that i learned about pretty recently okay and i wanted to one see if you by the way we do something if you're new um we have something called there's nobody new you're new the one new person uh we do something called the preamble ramble or the pre-ramble which is where we're going to have a conversation with someone today, but that's going to happen a little bit for, for the next couple of minutes. We're going to talk about whatever we want. And, um, and it usually revolves around uh, conspiracy theories. Sometimes not today though. Okay. Well, we got? I mean, maybe we can get it. What there. do we got for today? Okay. So you have two, you live, you live with two girls, right? You've got your wife and your daughter. I do. Have you ever heard of a thing called girl math? Um, Yes. Yes. What is your My understanding of girl math is that when you when you go to the store and you save ten dollars, you've made it. You've made ten dollars on that shirt. And okay. so then that ten dollars can be used as an income on other things. Correct. And then if you return the shirt, that's actually making more dollars. Yeah. That now you're 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 rolling in it. Yeah. But I might be wrong about that. No, you th- this is very close. This is I, I feel like once someone explained this to me. Like what girl math was, I felt like I understood my wife more. Oh, you know, because she very much is in the girl math, okay, uh, vein of buying things and returning things. So here's a couple of things uh, that is considered girl math. Yeah. So uh, anything under five dollars feels pretty much free. <laughs> so if it's under five, it's basically free, right? It has cost no money. All right. Uh, if you have a, if it's a gift card, yeah, free. Okay. So you, when you buy a gift card, no, no, no. When you use a gift some, card, oh, of course, yeah, free, yeah. free money. Um, Even though you purchased the reg- gift card, regardless like a year ago. of if you purchased it or if it was given to you, it's free because it's on a gift card. Yeah, that's not real money. Whenever you use cash, free, <laughs> because it never shows up on your, you know, on your bank statement. Wow. So if I paid twenty dollars cash, that's free. Okay, it's, it's like it didn't cost anything. Okay. Uh, By the way, who? Did, 
This was put together by women, I hope. Yes, it okay. was. As long as we make yes. this clear. Oh, yeah, this yeah, is yeah, not yeah. a couple of this dudes, is not dudes sitting here no, saying... This is, this, is what, this is what women have said about women, about themselves and about others in their girl math and how these things okay. operate and how to buy right. and things like that. Um, if there's a sale on something, if you don't buy it during the sale, you basically lose money. Yeah, that's okay? right. So... Uh-huh. so you have to purchase it during the sale or you're going to lose money. If you return something, right? Okay, here's a scenario. You buy something from the store. It's $50. You return it to the store. Okay, you get the $50. Then you purchase something else for $100. You only paid $50 for that. <laughs> That's right? right, yeah. yeah. At that moment, yes. Yeah, and if you return just that $50 thing and you buy nothing afterwards, you made $50. You made $50. <laughs> you made money. This was so fascinating when I heard it. I was laughing so hard. Um, if you buy concert ticket tickets months in advance, by the time the concert comes and you go to the concert, it's free. It's free. Yeah. The concert was free. Yeah. And then See, uh, I can kind of understand that because you know if you prepare for, sure. for a holiday or something like yeah. that and and you know you did it six months out. When it comes around, you're kind of in your back of your mind like, "Oh, this is all sorted." Yeah. Like we we've taken care of all this. This is I'm living the dream. Nothing. Yeah. yeah. It cost me nothing. Cost me nothing. It cost me nothing. Here's one that I'm actually guilty of. I'm guilty of this uh, this girl math, I guess. Um, is that uh, that you would absolutely spend an extra twenty dollars to avoid the five dollar shipping charge. Mm-hmm. On something you buy online, I for sure have done that. Yeah. Oh I, well, I could use another oh, yeah. thing, and that gets rid of the five dollars. I'm basically saving That's five dollars. Right. Why wouldn't I? Right, and the other thing the costs twenty five. Why wouldn't I buy this? Which I mean, it actually costs ten, but they marked it up twenty five. <laughs> yeah, right. And now you've used your five dollar thing on there, and yeah. you made five dollars. So that is that is what was explained to me. Yeah. As girl math, like last week, okay. which I thought was hilarious. And um, so, what did your wife think about girl math? <laughs> She is like, yeah, <laughs> for the most, for most of it, obviously not, yeah. you know, not a hundred percent. Yeah. But for a lot of those things, she's like, yeah, yeah, totally. Yeah. Making money all the time. Making money all the time. Saving Making money. money. Where did all the money go? Though? Not losing the money. <laughs> a lot of free things. It's yeah. great. Um, I actually have found that uh, I don't know if I would say the f- anything less than $5. I, I, I think like um, my wife, if she sees a shirt for anywhere near ten dollars, yeah, it's coming home. Yeah, it's <laughs> it might be the worst shirt ever, yeah. but it's coming home. Yeah, it yeah. would it would be a crime not to she's buy. She's got it. a lot of shirts in the closet <laughs> that she's worn once. <laughs> can and, I and uh, and yeah? Can I tell you a funny story? It's actually pretty funny. That's what. Co- by the way, don't ever take don't ever go for the shopping at Costco with a with a with a wife who's you know my age because <laughs> they buy. It's All just, of the deals. Well, they walk by and it's like, oh my god, this is nine ninety nine. They're basically giving it what? to us. <laughs> I can't pass up nine ninety nine. Oh, look at this one over here. It's twelve ninety nine. <laughs> I gotta take the twelve ninety nine. I don't want to lose money on the deal. Yeah, that's amazing. Yeah, that is amazing. So yeah, I um, listen. If you're if you're a girl and you listen to the podcast, uh, let us know. Um, if you agree with this girl math or take, or if you or find it to be sexist in any way, yeah, is it offensive? Is it? I also want you to know that I, I personally, I understand some of those. 
Yeah, like we said, trip later on, you pay it, pay it off. Oh, totally. Early. Yeah. yeah, some of those. There and are some Costco where I'm like, gets me too. I'm like, are you kidding me? It always gets me. It's a, I'm always Kelly getting, literally you know doesn't let me go. Yeah, she doesn't let me go to the store with her anymore uh, because I'm too. Toy socks. Yeah. They had 10 bucks for six so- pairs of socks I'm getting? Yeah. No, what are you talking about? <laughs> Only six? A <laughs> uh, couple dozen. That's good. That's, That's right. good. That's a good buy right there. Anyway, so, yeah, I wanted to see if you'd heard about that. I had been told about that, and I thought that that was quite uh, that well, was something. Well, Tommy, I'm glad that you have been inst- instructed in the ways of the of the fairer of, this, uh, of the sexes. Yes. Thank yeah. you. Good. good. Maybe, maybe now you can understand a little bit better so that you can treat uh, your wife with more respect. Exactly. Yeah, I feel like I've, I'm now living with her in an understanding mm-hmm. way. Yeah. I understand more. You understand not to go <laughs> shopping with her. Cause yeah. <laughs> well, I'm not allowed yeah. to anyway. Hey, I got a That's question for you, though. Yeah. You're not allowed to. Yeah, no, no, no. Cause, not because, because of anything that she does, but because... So if I go to the store, specifically the grocery store, like yeah. Costco, yeah. any other thing, I don't follow the list. Yeah, she's no, big list, type A list. Oh, okay. Everything on no, it. No, Costco's not a list place. And I go, and I'm like, I f- I'm a feeler. I feel it oh, out. Totally. You know, and I go- feel. Dude, there's swim goggles there for ten dollars. Yeah. You get three pairs of swim goggles, ten dollars. S- do you see the size of that bag of cheese curds? Like, how could what? we not get that? That's gonna about? last us for six I months. Know. I want to be able to snack on that for at least the next. There's no question about that. They've got pretzels filled with peanut butter in a jar that's the size of two of my heads. Yeah. Look, I'm not going to eat them, but they're only like 10 bucks. What are we talking about? I'm not going to eat them all in one sitting. Yeah. (laughs) But I'll try. And then they'll go to the back of the pantry and stay there until they're rotten. Yeah. Um, (laughs) You know, though, I, uh, I will say that. Okay, so here's the thing that I've had to tell some young men uh-huh. who are uh, about to get married or dating, or whatever. They're in the habit of going to the store with their girlfriend because they're like, you know, show interest in the things that are that. And I, yeah. I've been like, yeah, that. I've told young men and, y- and young women who, when I've done marital counseling, you guys just need to know this is not going to happen anymore. Yeah, because I'm just telling you that the guy's probably not going to want to shop with you anymore. It's just, it's just, and and I find that that's been a really uh, concern for some folks. What are you talking about? We love going shopping, and I've always been like, nah, nah. He doesn't love going. He loves you, but he. <laughs> and then so later on, he's gonna go shopping, and it's gonna kill him. By the way, and, and it does kill you. They put something in the in the stores that make you sleepy. Yeah, it's a, some kind of sedative. Yeah, in yeah, the yeah. Air. Like the same stuff they put in turkey. Yeah, Probably. and the sound of the of the hangers on the thing, shh, 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 dude. If you could put that in like my white bedroom noise. at yeah. night, <laughs> I would be out. Like I would be out. Shh, 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 shh. Uh, I find so, myself so, so tired. I stand there and I'm like. Uh, so you do go shopping with Jeannie? I have in the past. Okay. She won't let me come now. No, she doesn't. Because she's like, oh, that, she loves. Now she's got, got a daughter. What's her favorite she's, store? Like, Sophie goes with her. and She loves going with her. And I'm like, fine. I'll stay here. What's her favorite store? I don't know. Is it Target? No. No. Okay. No. She's been banned. She's, she's, been, she's been fully. Banned. No, she's been fully against Target recently. She's she didn't really like some of their business practices, I think. And oh, so I she see. she tried to go to Walmart a little bit, yep. but she finds Walmart to be just hard to deal with. Yeah. So uh, we've kind of started going to a little bit more mom and pop shops lately. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, if it's in Costco, I'll probably buy it. Yeah, uh, that's Kirkland the only Sig- store. Kirkland Signatures. That's the only store I need. <laughs> I kept telling her, if if I, honey, if you if you 
pass away and I'm like 70, I'm just coming to Costco every day and every I'm just going to buy their soup or whatever it is in the you back. Can get TVs there. Oh you can get gosh. anything there. You they wander have... around Costco all day long and eat and yeah. sleep. They got the couches there. That's they have right. beds. They, that's right. They have the samples. Dude, so you can just walk around and eat the samples. They, they, Got everything. It's the best place you in the live, world. You got 150 hot dogs? You can, one fi- dollar what are you talking about? If you get if, <laughs> if you get bored, you can go in the tire store eventually. Just roll some tires. Dude, I don't yeah. Oh my goodness. It's uh, uh it's a good time. The old Costco. It is. Yeah. And if is. you get a drink, yeah, you're drinking all day. Yeah. It's like 69 cents and you're drinking all now that's long. a deal. It is pretty much free. Whenever I travel, yeah, we go to like honestly. Whenever I travel and we have to stop for food, I'm like, "Where's the nearest Costco?" Yeah, because we stop and it's Costco like, dog. yeah, it's like three bucks for a piece of pizza yeah. or a dog, and then we get all the drink you could possibly want to uh-huh. drink, and then you you can even get dessert. You nah, get the frozen right. yogurt for <laughs> dessert. Yeah, <laughs> for one seventy five. Like one seventy five. What are you talking about? <laughs> okay, oh, I'm not man. a Sam's Clubber. Are you Sam's Clubber? I so. Okay, like when you can't be super choosy, like because you only live by a Sam's Club, yeah, you're a Sam's Clubber. Okay, right? so but when you have the choice, I have the choice right now because I've I'm not between... gone into I've not gone into Sam's Club okay. much. Although, although, and anybody out there listening to me who really wants to, I think October is Pastor Appreciation Month. Yeah, take Jeff is it, to is it? No, no, yeah, no, 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 take no, Jeff no. to Sam's Club. You don't need to take me to Sam's Club. What you need to get are those Starburst jelly beans that yeah. they have at Sam's. They don't have the Costco. Those Starburst jelly beans, oh, no. Yeah, good. Yeah, the red, the, those are pebbles from heaven, son. Pebbles from heaven. So, but yeah. <laughs> and they're only at Sam's yep. Club? They don't go to no, Kirkland Sam's Signature doesn't got them? Wow. But I know that they do food at uh-huh. Sam's Club. Yeah. But I've not, I've not ever been in Sam's Club to have the, to have the food. What, it's good. What, what is it? Sam's dogs are good. Okay. Yeah, they're good. So you're gonna put them up and get Costco. Yeah, Costco for sure. dogs are on a level of no, they're for sure as good. Okay. Yep. Same wow. price, same goodness. Is there something else at Sam's Club that should draw me in? I, they feel super similar to me. I don't know. Like, did, I, I don't know. You're looking around the room now. To yeah, the I'm other, looking around. To the other Walmart do you guys, folk. Do you guys like? I don't know. I I like Kirkland Signature, mm-hmm. but like Sam's Club, it's fine. Okay. Little little known thing. But but I would say I live in between a Sam's Club and a Costco. Okay. I go to Costco. I kind of feel an obligation to go to Costco. Yeah. Because uh, Kirkland is the name of the town where Costco began, and, and it's right next to Redmond in Washington State, where wow. I grew up. That's the same logic I use with Culver's. Yeah. So you're like yeah. I feel like you feel like as a Wisconsinite. Yeah. I gotta support my. You're like people. Well, I gotta go. I gotta go there. Yeah. yeah. It's the only reason I have an Xbox yeah. is because I'm like, wow, it's in, it's in Redmond, it's and in I, Red- I grew there. Yeah. Microsoft. Yeah. That's why I have a computer. Yeah. It's yeah. That's why I have a toilet. Kohler. But I can't stand Microsoft stuff. It's terrible. Anyway. Well. Anyway, let's have a conversation. We've talked about a lot today, and not one of those things have been a conspiracy theory. So good for us. Mm. Really proud of us. We're growing. And, and uh, listen, okay, you, I, am, I am open to any. Of those cost, uh, any of those jelly beans, Starburst yeah. jelly beans, yeah. at any point. So that's uh, so. There we go. How how can you pastor appreciate appreciation yeah. month? October is it really a pastor appreciation? It is October. We actually have a pastor appreciation. Month? Did you not have that in Canada? <laughs> oh <my laughs> they didn't appreciate you. <laughs> no, that's all right. It kind of pastor appreciation yeah. month in Canada is. Don't, 
Don't make fun of the pastor this month. Yeah, don't make Just fun don't of him. Just don't be a yeah. jerk to him. Yeah. <laughs> that seems right and good yeah. and fair. So we're going to have a conversation today, or you are going to have a conversation with Jeff Bulldog, uh, who is a uh, congregant in our church. He actually is um, kind of heads up our uh, hospitality ministry here at the Elgin campus. And you guys are going to have a conversation because uh, everyone has a story and he's got one too. You guys are going to talk about it. And so we're going to get into it right now. Let's go. Jeff Ball Dog. Bulldog. It, no, it's not Bulldog. It's B O L. Correct. D O G. But it's Hungarian. But my wife, when she spells your name, yeah. she spells it B U L L D O G. Well, that's the bulldog. way it's pronounced officially. It, the Hungarian way is Bulldog. So our name is actually on, if you get Christmas ornaments in Hungary, our last name is on the ornament. Wow. Bulldog Karancha means Merry Christmas. Does, does the University of Georgia have to pay you a fee to use your name? They do not. Oh. They do you own a bulldog? Have you ever owned a bulldog? We have never in our life owned a bulldog. Have you ever cheered you for think. a team called Bulldog? No. But my brother actually owned a bulldog. Well, there you go. Yeah. That makes sense. Yeah. Uh, your nickname when you were young must have been around the dog. Yep. Give, give it to me. I had bull... Dogger. Dogger. People just call me Bulldog. Yeah, yeah. 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 All right, we'll come up with some new, uh, some new ones some that new nicknames. are in the right. canine category. <laughs> Sounds good. Don't worry. <laughs> yeah. You're, you're, you're a good dingo, Bulldog. <laughs> is that uh, Do you know what Australian? Dingo is? Yeah. That's like an Australian dog, isn't it? dingo ate my baby. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, Jeff, you and I know each other. You've actually yep. been really nice to me uh, here at Harvest, which is surprising. Hmm. So I tease you a lot. Yeah. So those of you listening, if I if it sounds at any point in this conversation that I am making fun of Jeff, uh, or make, and you're like he's not nice to him at all, <laughs> it's because I love Jeff and yeah. I tease those I love. Same. Um, where are you from? Like, is Chicago is your home? It is. Yeah, I grew up in Schaumburg uh, my whole life, uh, and then I went to church in Rolling Meadows, not Harvest Meadows, <coughs> but Meadows Baptist. So. Did you go to uh, see? Did you go to Schomburg High School? I did. I was a Saxon. Yeah. Is that what the Saxon? That's yep. what they're called. Yep. And I was part of uh, Siggy's army. We had the we had the army helmets that we painted red and had the logo on, and we'd go out to the football games. Whoa, whoa, that. whoa! What? Yeah. Oh yeah. So Siggy's army. A, what is Siggy's army? It's like a cheer section. You it's were, like a cheer section. You're like, a cheerleader. Yeah. Well, no. That's what it sounds like. No, it we sounds were like the, you're a cheerleader. Uh, no, we were. Do, can you do like the little jumps and, and stuff that cheerleaders do? No. You sure? Positive. That's that's not my that's not my forte. Do you know what's funny? When I moved out of the United States all those years ago, I mean, seriously, I was like 27, six, 27 years old, and then I came I came back at fifty. So, um, when you move out of the United States, they don't have cheerleaders anywhere else, and so when you come back to the United States just to visit. It is very, it's just a very different uh, sport slash activity. Yeah. 
and you watch the, and there are certain cheers that they do <laughs> and certain like jumps that they do that you're like, nobody else jumps like that anywhere in the entire world. And I, so we came back and my, my nephew was playing a basketball game. We came back for a visit and I remember just being like, I had, I never realized how different cheerleading and the moves and that stuff were, was, but until then. Yeah. So now I still, when I go to like a football game, I went to a football game in Texas a few years ago and watching the just sheer amount of people on the field at halftime. There are mm -hmm. people who like have the hats like yours. <laughs> there are people who've got like batons twirling. There are girls yeah. who've got fake eyelashes and the biggest hair you could ever possibly imagine. Wow. It cool is Cowboys. honestly like a carnival. Yeah. They have, they have cheerleaders for wrestling. I mean, you name a sport. They do not. They, they do too. They do. I'm telling you, they have cheerleaders for everything. I couldn't imagine being at a sporting event and What's, not seeing uh, a cheerleader. Tell me what, tell me what uh, like a cheerleading wrestling chant would be. I had no idea. I was not a wrestler growing up. I was a tiny little dude. But Tracy's brother was Tracy's uh, your, your my wife, wife Tracy. Yeah. yeah, she grew up in Harvard, and her brother was a state champion in wrestling, okay. and I know they had him out there. All right. Yeah. Pin that guy. I don't know. Pin him. Okay. I, Pin him. Win him. Yeah, something. Skid him. See, you're a natural with that. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I can do the jumps, too. Um, so, grew up, you're, you're an athlete. That's what you mean. You yep. call yourself an athlete. Yeah. But, you, like, you grew up playing sports. I you did. Weren't yeah. in the, you weren't playing piano or... Nope, I was not uh, musically inclined, although I thought this was going to be an addition for vertical worship, but apparently not, so... No, I'm kidding. No, we'll, um, let, you, we'll let you sing. <laughs> Go ahead. Um, no, I grew up playing basketball and football, so... Really? Yep. What, where, what, what were you in basketball? I was a, uh, where? Yeah, well, what position? Position, I was play? a guard. Yeah. I was a shooting guard. Have you always been a little bit smaller and shorter uh, than people? I was. So, like, even on, like, the junior high team, I was, like, when you line up for pictures, I was the first person in line. Oh, okay. So, yeah. I went into high school, I think I was uh, under five feet and, like, 95 pounds. Oh, Wow. So I was a little dude. Yeah. So I didn't play quick, football though. in high school because I was tiny. Yeah, I was quick. Yep. So so when you uh, was basketball your best sport? Uh, it was. Yep. Yeah. But then when I went to college, I went to uh, Bethel College. I actually played football for two years there. Oh wow! Because I loved football. You never played football in high never school. Never played in high school. Like, yeah. Did you show up on the side of the sideline and go? I just looks like something I could try. I did. So um, my my brother had some friends that were on the football team. They're both wide receivers, and I loved football growing up and I, I played for a couple of years when I was like in junior high and stuff like that. And oh. I'm just like, and I kind of had a growth spurt late in high school. Yeah. So, but I was still, I think only 148 pounds or something like that. So it says what position on did you play? Wide receiver. Oh well, yeah. Technically left out because I didn't see, I was the mop up crew. So we're up big, put them in, Throw we're down big. Yep, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, you have, Okay, a three, two brothers and one sister. Correct. Am I right yep. about that? And yep. their names are? Uh, BJ, Robert Jr., Kevin, and then Nicole is my sister. She's the youngest. Okay, but you are the third in line. I am. You are the example of a middle child. It, to Constantly a forgotten. Yes. <laughs> like right. the th especially the third boy. You're the one wearing, I mean, not just one... Not just hand-me-downs, but hand-me-down hand-me-downs. I had the Kmart Blue Light Special gym shoes that when they got wet... Turned from the blue turned anything white, so your socks were all blue. <laughs> if you sat on your shoes, it, like it, in school, that your pants turned blue. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. In your family was, uh, you got church-going family. Yep. I said went to Meadows Baptist. Okay. And growing what up. was Meadows Baptist like? 
Um, it was your traditional Baptist church. We had a piano and we had an organ, and then we just had somebody up there leading from the hymnal. All Did you the have time. to wear the suit and tie? Did not. No. Uh-uh. Oh, okay. Yeah. But itchy sweater you had to wear. No, actually, my parents were pretty casual. We didn't have all the suit and tie and yeah. growing up. We did not have a lot. So it was whatever we could throw together, jeans or T-shirt. And um, my, you know, my parents always dressed up. But, but yeah. not you guys. You no. weren't required to do it. Mm-mm. Probably explains a lot of your moral uh, uh, lapses now. Don't you think? <laughs> right, could be. Well, that's what I, that's what I'm, I'm just thinking saying. Too, if you the... maybe you would put on a tie every once in a while, you maybe would have not that's... be quite the sinner. <laughs> that's not my thing. I'm kidding. For all of you out there, this is I just I'm just kidding. Yeah. Um, Jeff, did yeah. you? So you, when you were young, you you were you were kind of a child of the '80s. I was. Yeah, I, I graduated high school in '87. So okay. Yeah, so let's talk a little bit about mid '80s music. The best. Were you? A, were you? A, I mean, obviously, you're an athlete. But were you into the music? I was, totally. And I liked all kind of ranges of music. I like Motley Crue. I liked what? rap. I like, you know... Are you sure you Grandmaster Flash and the Furious Five. You're not like, allowed... You're a Christian. And you liked I, Motley Crue? Surprisingly, listen to some of that music, yeah. <laughs> Spoken in the boys' room? <laughs> you're right. So, um, yeah, I liked I loved everything. I liked pop. Um, so, yeah. Okay, I, what I was your favorite all. pop band? My favorite pop band? In the 80s. Band? Were you writing in the, the Wham? I, you know, I, I'm going to say no okay. on the record. So but far, what you've I'm said not, is my... I may or may not say there might have been a couple songs that I danced to with, that they had come out, but, you know, if we're on the record, I'll officially say, no, I did not like Wham. <laughs> Man card is still intact. I have a, uh, I have a uh, playlist yeah. that's called uh, Dad's Hard to Kill Funky Fresh Mix. Mm-hmm. And then I have another one called Another Hard to Kill Funky Fresh Mix. And I'm going to tell you right now, there's a good, there's a good dose of wham on both of those. I, I may, or not, may or may have not downloaded that from uh, Spotify. <laughs> so I was playing it in the car the other day, and Luke's like, what are you listening to? I'm like, this is Pastor Jeff's playlist. Yeah. He's get out of here. I'm like, I'm serious. It is like, all over what? the place. If you, dare, if you dare listen, just be ready for some whiplash. It is all over the place. Oh, yeah. Yeah. No, Celine Dion followed up by White Snake. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I love some it's the white stuff. snake and then, some great. And then there'll be some vert, uh, there's a vertical worship song come on and just really, you know, and then LL Cool J's Mama Gonna Knock You Out. Mama said knock you out. Although That's it should have been called song. Mama Gonna Knock You Out. That would have been a better <laughs> song. Yeah, I have some of those in a on a workout playlist. It's yeah. some good stuff. So uh growing up, you yep. guys went to church every week? No. So we didn't start going to church until I was about uh fifth or sixth grade. So uh my mom when I was really young, my mom was like a WANA commander, and so she did that, and I went when I was maybe five years old, and then we moved away. We moved around a lot when I was little, but when we got back to Schaumburg, uh, my mom started going to church. My dad wanted nothing to do with it, and she just dragged him along, and he'd be like, sermon's over, out the door, let's go, I'm ready to roll. Yeah. And uh, and then, yeah, around sixth grade, and then my dad just started going, and his yeah. heart started breaking, and then... He committed his his life to the Lord, and then uh, I got saved on uh, December seventh, nineteen eighty three. Wow, was. Yeah. Pearl Harbor, Pearl Harbor anniversary. That's it's easy to remember. <laughs> so what? How did you, did you go to just at church one day? Or yeah, there... so you know, after my dad had kind of saved, committed his life to Christ, he was really at the beginning. He was really on us. So obviously, initially, like he really wants me to do this. I really don't want to do it now because mm-hmm. that's kind of like the relationship right. I had. He told me to do this. I was like, no. Um, 
But I remember sitting distinctly, sitting in the pew. We were always, my dad, we were always up front, you know, ex-Marine. Yeah. You know, everything was regimented. And I remember them playing a video kind of like The Passion of the Christ. And I've seen this video of what Christ did on the cross, and it just hit me. Like, I was emotional. I broke down crying. Yeah. I went to the pastor at the end of the service and, like, I, I need Jesus. And yeah. so he prayed with me right then and there, and uh, I accepted Christ. And then they okay. had—they actually had a baptism that night. So my parents got a phone call, like, hey, we're doing a baptism. Does Jeff, I know he accepted Christ. Does he want to get baptized? And so I got um, um, saved and baptized in the same day. And a weird thing, and I don't know if I've ever told That's my wife. That's a good wife, thing, by the way. Yeah. yeah. I remember taking a nap one day, and I remember distinctly like this image of a dub. I can't even explain it. I don't know if I shared it with my kids, but it was just a, it was a really cool thing, just kind of like confirmation or what that yeah. this is what I'm supposed to be doing, and so yeah. No, no regrets. No regrets. I mean, when you first started into it, you're obviously still involved in uh, sports and all that kind of thing. Yeah, and so you know, it was. Hard, um, my point is, there's sometimes a hard place to continue following Christ in the sports. Yeah, world. it was, and I it, it it was, and I remember the hardest part for me was I remember. You know, when you're first saved, you want to tell everybody. Like, guys, like, I remember telling some of my best friends in school, like, dude, I just gave my life to Christ. You got to come to church with me. And they're just like, are you crazy? And I remember them just ridiculing me. Just, yeah. And these were my good friends. And I didn't know what to do. Like, I had been saved like yeah. a week or, you know, less than a week. And I was like, oh, my gosh, I, maybe I don't, I don't know if I'm supposed to be sharing this with everybody. <laughs> and so it kind of, yeah, it was odd. And I. You know, I my life kind of took a little detour in mm-hmm. like college age, mm-hmm. um, but then uh, coming back to Harvest, but you went to so yeah. you went to a Christian. College. I did. I went to but Bethel before College. Before we do this, though, yeah. But your absolute best basketball game. What were the numbers? Okay, so my absolute best basketball game was actually probably when I was I was in eighth grade, right? And so my dad had never come to any of my games, and he came to this one basketball game, and I think I had 24 points in three quarters, but I had fouled out in the third quarter, and I had to sit the rest of the time. Hey, you made the most of your t- you made the most of your fouls and your time out on the yep. floor. I was um, so when I played in in college, I played uh, intramural basketball, and I played with my good friend Carlton, and we had a we were both a black hole. Right. If you pass the ball to us, you are not going to see the ball. I mean, we were putting up shots. I could, if I got past half court, I considered myself open. I was ready to take a shot, and I may have taken some early Steph Curry. I love it. Right? Yeah. (laughs) That's not. You probably didn't shoot as well as Steph Curry. No. No. But I thought I. In my mind, I thought I did. (laughs) You know, you make. We were very similar. You make like two of every ten. Yeah. And so then you're like, I'm on the possibility is still there that this could go in. Yeah. 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 No, I used to play with people like you. Yeah. yeah, we used to try to figure out ways not to have you on our team. Yeah, yeah. Um, so in college, why did you yeah. choose to go to Bethel College? Bethel's a Christian college. It is, yeah. And so originally, I was my plan was to go to Michigan State, and I had a buddy Chris. Um, from, Why'd you want to go to Michigan State? Uh, I just loved Michigan State. I was going to go be uh, pre-law, and I was going to go there. And so I thought, oh, Chris, like, yeah, you come, we can room together. I'm like, great. And then my parents just said, how are you going to pay for that? I said, that's a good question. I have no idea. And they said, I think you should go to Bethel. Because my oldest brother went there first uh, year. My brother Kevin was currently there. And I kind of was like, you know what? Yeah, I should probably check that out. It might be a little bit cheaper for me. And then I just decided to play football. Did you like Bethel? I did. I loved Bethel. It was great. It was beautiful in the fall. 
Um, it's, it, was a, it was actually smaller than my high school. Oh. Um, and so the classes were very similar. You maybe had like 20. St. Paul, Minnesota, Minneapolis? Yep. Yeah. Yeah. It's right actually right in between St. Paul and Minneapolis. Okay. Arden Hills. So, yep. yeah, I loved it. It was beautiful. I mean, the winters were similar to Chicago. They just came sooner and lasted longer. Okay. But I do, I do remember like one time during Halloween, we had like three inches of snow and we still went out trick-or-treating. Oh, my word. Yeah. Did, was was uh, Tracy at Bethel? She was not. She went to uh, National Lewis University on a softball scholarship. Right, because she's yeah. a big softballer. Yeah, she was an academic All-American. A pitcher? Uh, center fielder. Center fielder. She was very fast. I used to love watching her play because she played uh, with my sister. They went to the same school together. And that's how you met her? Yep, I did, yeah. On a, on a what, a weekend jaunt that you went to visit your sister? Um, yeah. We, uh, Why are you smiling so much? <laughs> are there secrets that are not to be told for the, about the weekend, John? Yeah, well, it's just an interesting story. How All I right, met, hit but me. We, well, yeah, so, <laughs> so she played s- softball with my sister at National Lewis, and so we went on a, over spring break, they, we went down to Florida, and they were in a tournament down there, and they're like, it's Florida, my parents are offering to pay, like, I'm in, yeah, like, I took time off my work, and went down there, and we, and we just started hanging out and having a bunch of fun, but she was engaged, and I was seriously dating a girl back in Minnesota. And whoa, wait, what? Yeah, and so she was engaged. Yeah, and you were seriously dating a girl. Yeah, I had a ring for this girl that I was gonna get engaged to, and but we, meeting Tracy. Yeah, and then I just the, it changed, changed everything. I used to go. I would get off work on Friday night, and I'd drive up to Minnesota. I'd stay there and come back on Sunday at like midnight, one o'clock, go to work. And then I used to do that every weekend. But then all of a sudden I stopped going up every weekend and it was every other weekend. And then it was once a month. And, and then I just ended it. And, oh, yeah. That would have been hard. Yeah, it was very difficult. Hard for her, I imagine, too. Yeah, it was. So yeah. it was, yeah. Um, and Tracy, though, was also, she was engaged. She was. was engaged. She was engaged. And why, like at what point did that stop? It was, uh, so we started hanging, I mean, I would have to go out to National Lewis to see my sister, right? So obviously to hang out with my sister and then Tracy would be there and we'd just start hanging out. And then it was about the time when you have to do invitations. She's just like, I, I need to take a step back. So that is, uh, that, yeah. Yeah, it was, yeah. And so near, near, near to the date. Yeah, it was. And so she kind of, she wrote me this long letter like the friends kind of letter with Aunt Jennifer, you know, where it's like 16 pages front and back. Yeah. Like, it Did just you bring it like, with you? I do not. I, I probably still have it somewhere. <laughs> but she's just saying, like, I need to take a step back. We can't talk. I got to figure out life. And I was just, and I had broken up and I was just like, cool, whatever. Yeah, you got to do what you got to do. And yeah. at the time, her fiance was just like kind of like trying to hold on really tight. And so then she, a day or two would go by and then she'd give me a call and then we'd start talking. And then like a week later, she'd be like, oh, I, we can't talk. I, I, I got to figure this out. I'd be like, hey, cool. Yeah, no problem. Whatever you need to do. This I feels totally like a romantic comedy. <laughs> right? You know that? It does. So so we on one end, she had her fiance who's like, obviously, you're like the woman like you're engaged yeah. to is. And so he was kind of gripping on tight. And I was just the one where I was just like, hey, you know, I totally understand. You got to do what you need to do. And yeah. And then eventually she just, she broke it off. So, yeah. so how long did it take for you to propose to her? Uh, I think it was less than a year. Oh, well. And they were engaged for a year and then got married. Yeah. Okay. Did you yeah. just ask her on a one like 
afternoon. Oh, no. He was walking down. Walking so down that's the an interesting story. So I had uh, I had a poem written up, and what I did was say what? Wait, 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 wait. You had a poem written up? Yeah. I. I what, what? Just give me like one of, one of the bars. I can't. You know, I, one honestly. of the stanzas. It's actually on, on the Jeff, back of one... our back of our wedding, uh, whatever. The program, it's on there, so I could find your, it for you one Your day. poem My is poem. on the back. Yeah, it's on the back, yeah. Were any roses and violets involved nope. in the writing of this nope. poem? No, it was, it was uh, just about the, the journey that we had taken and how God had kind of brought us together. And okay. so, yeah. I would, Honestly, Jeff, I would love to see this poem. Jeff, there may or not be video of this as well, because what I did was, is I had, she was at our house, and I had my brothers come in and kidnap her. And oh. so she was sleeping in a room, and um, they came in, and they like. Did they reveal themselves as your brothers? Well, the funny thing is, they were or talking. Or did they and, actually like, think she actually thought she was being kidnapped? She didn't by... know what was going on at first because they were trying to talk in like Russian accents. <laughs> <laughs> it was so funny. And then uh, so they tied her up, and they blindfolded her, and they took her. They were driving her out to Evanston, and and they had like a Spanish radio on, and she's like in the back. She she at this point she knew she's like. Why do you have a Spanish radio on if you guys are Russian? <laughs> <laughs> Sharp lady. Right? <laughs> so she brought her, they brought her out to a beach out by National Lewis, and I was there in a suit and had the ring, and I read the poem. But she had just came from her bed. She was in shorts and a T-shirt. Yeah, correct. And I was in a suit, yeah. Like I said, there's video somewhere if we could dig it up. There's video footage of there this. There wasn't any hesitation on her part. She was ready. No. Yeah, she was ready to go. Yeah. I mean, so, until after the she and, until but, after the date, and there's been a lot of hesitations. Right, right, right. exactly. I'm, I'm just a good salesman. <laughs> <laughs> but um, part of her journey to Christ was through this of trial. Just she didn't. It was her senior year of college. You know, she didn't know what to do. Her her family had she dated this guy for like three years and super close to the family. Her family were weren't believers, and I'm just this you know Bible dude coming in, and so. She just didn't know where to turn. And my, my sister is just like, you just need to give your life to Christ and mm. just talked about how God will give for your peace and clarity. And she accepted Christ um, through the whole process. And well, so that was kind of like, all right, this is where I, this is the, this is where I need, what I need to do and this is where I need to go. Right. Now, she was trained, trained as a teacher? Yeah, she taught for many, many years. Yeah. yeah. Well, and she taught for five years in the public school and then took, I think, 12 years off when we had kids. And then started working at Harvest Christian yeah, for a while. Yeah, she was here for like ten or eleven years. Yeah, yeah. it's only recently she's decided to take the step up to Chick Fil A. Yeah, she's been, she got recruited. She did. <laughs> Started there part time, and now she she's full time, and yeah. she loves so if it. If you want to yeah. meet Jeff's wife, you go to the Elgin Chick Fil A uh, on Randall Road, and she's the one who's wandering around the lobby, talking to everybody, talking to everybody. Yeah, she's yeah, she's, she's in her wheelhouse. Absolute delight. She's the kind of person that will she will be in the grocery store and she will just have a conversation with the lady, yeah. just like yeah. talking it up and just yeah. She's got this weird fascination and love for this rat dog you guys own. <laughs> right. What's the name of the rat dog? Honey. Honey. Yeah. 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 Honey's about the size of uh, my foot. Yeah. Now, I know that because when I kick him, he's <laughs> about the size of. My, I'm kidding. I don't kick the dog. I just think he's very little. It she, reminds me of uh, she? Ron Burgundy, it Anchorman. It's a she. Yeah, yeah we don't she. even know. It yeah. doesn't matter. I don't know. It doesn't um, matter. So uh, what did you want to be? So I, when I... Like what work did you want I to wanted be? to be a lawyer. So I was really good at arguing. So, and to this day, my wife will tell me, like, I miss my calling. I should have been a lawyer. <laughs> um, and so that's when I, when I went to Bethel, I started out pre-law and um, my dad had just started a business like a, a, a couple years before. And then he just kind of said, hey, you know, when you get done, I have a jobs here waiting for you. I'm like, oh, really? I'm like, 
I can. So then I switched majors to speech communication. I'm like, well, that'll probably be a little bit easier. Give me yeah. more time to That's hang out and have fun, <laughs> right? Life, you know, it's like, and so it's the degree that all the athletes do. Exactly <laughs> right. So it was easier during football season, and like, yeah. So I, I switched to that, and then when I first got out, they didn't have a position open, so I went to work for clean air engineering. I was selling. Um, testing equipment, environmental testing equipment that I knew nothing so about. So, Jeff, you have done uh, a lot of jobs. So a what lot. I what I want to do is I just want, over the next couple of minutes, I yeah. want you to regale us with the different <laughs> work that you have done over the years. So I started out at Clean Air Engineering. As a, I started out doing inventory, and then I went to sales. Sell, selling? Uh, environmental testing equipment. To whom? To uh, testing companies that would go out and test smokestacks and all this stuff. All right. I actually went on jobs and stuff. So that was that was pretty fun. And then I went to work for my dad, and I worked there for like 15 years. Okay, so that's the longest. That was the longest, yeah. And then I... What did um, your dad do? He, uh, he owned a, a trucking company, a truck brokerage, and a warehouse. Oh, okay. So, but near the end there, uh, back at the financial times, had really hit bad. And so in the 2000s, and um, so then I... My, my buddy, Greg Bradshaw, started this uh, youth sports ministry called Competitors for Christ. Mm-hmm. And he's like, hey, I need help. Do you want to come help me? I'm like, yeah, that'd be great. And we taught biblical character training and incorporated with, like, basketball camps. We ran a flag football league, volleyball camps, all kind of things. And I did that for a couple years. And then it got absorbed by FCA. So then I worked for a fellowship of Christian athletes. Mm-hmm. And I loved that job. It was great. And we did huddles in the schools. But I was really, really bad at asking people for money. I hate asking people for stuff. And that's like a major thing. You're, you're self-funded. So what, but why are you always asking me for money then? Well, that's different because oh, I know okay. you got it. I mean, oh, you live I mean, in Barrington. Okay. I mean, come <laughs> on. Let's go. Let's be honest. You pronounced it wrong, though. Barrington. Thank you. Yeah. So, so then I just I didn't have enough support to continue, and then I worked for, went to work for a friend of mine, and that was turned out to be not a good idea. And then uh, Greg was working at the church. He's like, "Hey, there's an elder in the church that is looking for somebody. You think you'd be great?" And it was uh, uh, selling cars, but it was different because my only job was to sell the people from Harvest, oh, wow. his friends and family, and so that was it. I didn't take cold calls, like I didn't have to go on the floor, nothing. They would just basically hand me the deal, say write this up or find them a car or whatever. And so I, I actually did like that job because I love working with people and helping yeah. them out. Yeah. So that was a lot of fun. But working till 9 o'clock at night with my wife's at home with four young kids, it was just like, like what am I doing here? Like, um, so then I got a job offer from our neighbors uh, across the street from us when we lived in Lake in the Hills. They owned a, a company. He's like, hey, Come be a salesman for me. I know you're great with people. You'll do great. It was more money. I'm like, great, love it. Let's do it. And I jumped all in, and then I found out I'm not good at selling to engineers brake equipment that I know nothing about. And so I actually, that was the only job I actually got fired from. Yeah, knowledge of the product is usually a pretty yeah. important part of the. Yeah. So they start, they're like talking to me, and, and my buddy's like doing stuff, and he doesn't like, didn't really have time to teach me or train me. Yeah. Like, Here, read this. And I'm just like, uh, yeah, that's, I don't understand what any of that means. Right. And so when I got fired, it was the happiest day of my life. I'm like, oh, thank goodness this is over. This is awful. So then I was just kind of looking for a job. And my uh, good friend of mine, Dave, he's an assistant superintendent of technology. He's like, hey, I've got this part-time job. You can still get unemployment. And I'm like, all right, I'll check it out. And you know, it was just kind of fixing computers and stuff like that. And then I just had a natural. So, I mean, honestly, though, you, you have a wide 
range of skills then. Yeah. Yeah. You so, fix stuff. Yeah. You can I was good at fixing stuff. computers. So then they, they hired me uh, full time. And then I did have a brief stint for like three months where I was a pastor of hospitality here at Harvest Bible Chapel. <laughs> three, months. three months. And then I went right did back to the Did you find the, the church schools. hospitable that um, time? Yeah. It was, yeah, it was three months. So <laughs> funniest thing too is because I remember we had an all campus meeting in Rolling Meadows, and I'm sitting in this thing, and I chose a seat by myself, and I'm like, I'm not supposed to be here. Yeah, yeah. It was the weirdest feeling ever. It was the happiest day in my life because they had been trying to find a spot for me for a while. Yeah. Like, and um, and so this spot opened up, and I'm like, well, it's ministry, right? I'm I'm supposed to go. I I called like everybody I knew, like, hey, what do you think about this? Should I take this job? Like, I'm kind of trying to find. I, looking back now, I was trying to find someone to tell me, no, you shouldn't take it because I knew in my heart I, like, I, was, I was unsettled about it. There was things that was happening that was just kind of made me unsettled. But I'm like, I talked to Trace. I'm like, it's ministry. I think I'm supposed to, I don't think you're supposed to say no when God calls you to ministry is what my thinking right. process was. And then I sat down first one. And I'm like, yeah, I don't think I'm supposed to be here. Yeah. This is, yeah. Didn't fit right. Yeah, didn't fit. It was the right job uh, just at the wrong time. Yeah. Yeah, so... Is that some kind of hint? What's that? What was that? No, I was just saying okay, so it, it was the right job. At the wrong but time, or is now the right time? Why are you trying to sell yourself <laughs> to me right now? This I'm not. All, believe me. How awkward. <laughs> um, so, uh, what I want you have a your you have kids. I do, and their and their names and ages. Uh, Cam, oh, ages. Wow. Uh, my youngest is Luke. He's twenty. Uh, Nate is twenty-two, maybe. Riley, I don't know what their age. Riley sings. Riley, Riley sings for for us here at yeah. Harvest. Uh, she has got a beautiful voice. She's uh, tall. Yep. And She's the tallest long, out of all long of them. hair. You yeah. And if you are like, man, she can sing. That's Jeff's daughter. Yeah, she got it from me. By the way. <laughs> Just, <laughs> um, so uh, Cameron is twenty five. Riley is twenty three. Yeah. So I don't. I don't know their age. And Cameron, yeah. your oldest, yeah. is living. She's she's. Kind of Canadian. Yeah, she's uh, she's stuck up north. Yeah, um, and she has a son, Ren. I'm actually a grandpa, who is I think two and a half. So, and she's due at the end of October. Well, that's fantastic. Yeah, yeah. And you're hoping that someday maybe they'll be able to make it closer to here, so you can yeah spend more time with the grandkids. Actually, we're we're waiting to hear. Luke had a job interview with a couple of churches, one in Florida and one here in North Aurora. So we're waiting here and just oh, praying that fantastic. that God opens that door and more yeah. local. Oh right? yeah, we'll be able to see. Yeah, that would be great. Because all the others are local. Yep. Yeah. Yep. So your whole family, she's the only one who's been who's been away for a while. Yeah. So Jeff, if you look back across your life and you had to kind of point out the things about God that you have found particularly uh, meaningful to you, mm-hmm. what would they be? I'm talking about character traits of the Lord or things that have happened in your life that you just like, his, you know? just as really his faithfulness. You know, I, I think about that time when I went away to school where I kind of like struggled. Like, you know, when I went away at that time, my whole biblical basis for, for my Christianity was because my my mom and dad told me that's mm-hmm. you don't do that right and I, there was nothing there wasn't that that knowledge of the word or scripture that was grounding me to okay I don't do that so once I got away from my dad I'm like well I can kind of do what I want now right and so mm-hmm. um but God was just faithful he, he's blessed me with the most guilty conscience in the world so anytime like I went off track he would just like 
I would just feel the spirit like, yeah, this isn't right. You're not supposed to be doing this. And it would just wreck me for a while. And that would be really good for a long time. And so, hmm. um, and he just been so faithful through years when we were with FCA and I wasn't making money and like, cause if you don't, if you don't have the money in, you don't get paid. And I had four young kids but we never missed a house payment. We always had food on the table. We had people that would pay like vacations for us. Like it was That's just amazing. like, yeah. And then we, when my mom got sick, just to see how he was just faithful through all that. And just, he's blessed us beyond, way beyond what I deserve. That's for sure. Yeah. Your mom passed away how many years ago? It was uh, a year and a half. It was a year this past June. That's yeah. right. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. And that's been a challenge. It, it has. You know, it's funny because... We were driving, she was in hospice in Barrington and we were driving up 59 and I mean, just that drive just mm -hmm. got super emotional and uh, um, just reliving that trip because I mean, she was just our rock. She was just, she was an amazing godly woman. I, every morning she'd be in her chair, you know, having the daily bread Bible open and mm -hmm. just praying for all of her kids and grandkids. And, and so, um, so it was just, yeah, it was, it was a really tough time. Yeah. And so still recovering from that. You just, I don't know. Oh, it's a, you know, lost of our loved ones. There's a wound sometimes that don't heal. Yeah. And little things will come at places you go, things you see that'll just hit you. you know, yeah. Like, you know, or grief. a song or something like yeah, that. Grief yeah. Grief is such a messy thing. It's just, you're not even sure what to do with it. Yep. And it hits you and you just kind of have to let it, let it run its course. Yeah. Um, why are you involved at Harvest? This is a question uh, I asked. Yeah. No, no, you know, we, we came to Harvest um, in, I think it was April of tw 2001. Or 2000, yeah. 22? Tw no, 2002. 21 years we've been in here. So we first started in the Crystal Lake campus. Mm. And we were kind of, we were going out to Rolling Meadows, the Meadows Baptist, and we're like, all right, we've got young kids. We're not driving 40 minutes. There's got to be something closer here that we can go to. And so we... We started going around to different churches, and we got to Harvest, and we sat down. First of all, the worship was like, okay, we haven't heard worship like this before. And then the preaching was just like, wow. Joel Anderson was the pastor at the time. We we're like, it was like him and I were sitting in the room, and he was like just preaching right to me. And we we both said at the same time, and we went there with my brother Kevin and his wife Wendy. We're like, yeah, this is where we need to be. And so, um, so then we just we got involved early on. Like, but that's, I mean, not everybody gets involved. Has that always been something that you've been like particularly like? Do you find yeah. it hard to be a part of things and not actually have a part to play in? Yeah, I think you know part of it was like, you know, watching my mom. Like, if you went to Meadows Baptist at any time during the eighties, nineties, and two thousands, you knew Patsy because she was at the front door greeting you, right? Mm. Like, she was the one that was saying hi there. She knew the new people were coming. She was just she's you know from Tennessee, the Southern Belle, like warm, welcoming kind of person, and so. We just saw her involved in Awana and doing that, and it was just natural to just kind of serve. So we started like in, in I think we've served in every area possible in Harvest from infants all the way up through high school. We were small group leaders. I was a flock leader, like, I don't know. And then when we came to Elgin, it was like, okay, I've done all that. I don't I have never been an usher, so I, maybe I'll try ushering. And so I you just like ushering now. That's your. Actually, now you kind of are a hospitality. You largely do that now. Yeah. Right? So I'm the deacon of hospitality for the Elgin campus. So mm -hmm. yeah, I oversee all of the stuff that goes on on the on the Sunday services, the parking team, uh, greeting team, usher team. Yeah. You bring in uh, drinks for me. Like uh, good, not the kinds of drinks that 
it sounds like, but you bring in, uh, yeah. Well, I stack. Jeff, you're very I, nice. I stock the fridge with Coke I, Zero, so nice. it's, it's, it's also it's, for me. <laughs> surprising, though, how kind you are. Ah, that's uh, in it. So, um, but I do appreciate it. Yeah. So we've always been, we've always been involved. So yeah. yeah. I mean, that's honestly that's the way you grow, though. Like, we're called to serve. I mean, that's yeah. what Jesus Christ did. Like, well, it's hard to be part of the community when you're not actually right giving to the community. You know what I mean? Giving yep. with your time and effort. And it's, yeah. It, yeah. You're missing out on a lot that that is there. I've always it's always odd to me when people move to new places or whatever. If they're not people who are tied to a local church, it's really hard for them to get to know other people. Yeah. Local churches are a great way for people to get to know folks, but the way to do it is just to go to local church and then get to see if there's a place you can get involved. Because yeah. as soon as you do, it just, you, you know, the wheat greases the wheels to other things. Yeah. So. And so, and, and when we moved from Crystal Lake to, to Elgin, when Tracy was teaching here, like we weren't serving for a while and we weren't in a small group, we weren't serving. And that was like, I remember that period of time, like my, my walk was not great. Mm. Like, you know, I kind of took a step back and it wasn't until I started to get involved again in serving and got in small groups that, you know, kind of invigorated my walk and stuff like that. So I, th I think it's key for anybody that like, if you want to grow, start serving. I mean, that's why, that's why we're here. All right. It's time for some, uh, some uh, rapid fire okay. as we finish this. Fire away. Uh, best sporting event you've ever attended. Uh, it would have been a Ryder cup at whistling Straits. That was amazing. We were on the very first green when uh, Bryson DeChambeau drove the green, and let me tell you, the crowd was just went nuts. And when he sank that putt, it was unbelievable. Yeah. When did you start great. playing golf? I didn't start playing golf until after, well, after college. How so, much time do you spend playing golf now? Um, I would rather not say what that is. Right? Um, uh, so I have a membership at uh, Whisper Creek. It's like one of those season passes, and um, yeah, I'm there every day. <laughs> Now, you would think as much time as I spend on golf, I would be good at it. Yeah. But actually, you've seen the, me play. Well, the <laughs> fact that you're telling me that you play every day now, and it just makes me feel way better about the golf that exists between <laughs> us. Because I'm thinking yeah. to myself, man, if I spent the time he spent, I'd be killing him Apparently in the Apparently not. Maybe I'm doing something wrong. <laughs> <laughs> Probably not. But I don't do that much now because I'm coaching, so that takes up a lot of my time. Right. Uh you coached basketball here at a Harvest for years? Uh, yep, for, for many years. I actually started out coaching at Prairie Ridge High School in Crystal Lake. I coached football and girls basketball. We actually won a state championship. What's the hardest thing about coaching? Uh, it's a time – well, part of it's a time commitment. You know, it's – you know, basketball is a long season. It's four months. But it's um, – I'm ultra competitive, and so it's hard for me to um, not get lost in that competitiveness. Have you just, been kicked out of a game? Um, I may or may not have at one point. Funny story, I was at Cornerstone University in a summer camp thing. I actually, I only got kicked out one time. That was it? Yeah, that was it. What'd you say? Uh, it was a pretty physical game. It was like the last game of the camp, and some of our guys were getting beat, beat up pretty good because they were always way better competition. But I just uh, let the ref know how... Um, how, bad his call was. How displeased you yeah. were with the moment. Yeah, and then he said, well, you're out of here. And I said, well, that's good because then I don't have to watch you stink at your job. And I walked out of the gym. Yeah, that's good. <laughs> that's nice. All the referees who are listening to us, have you, have, <laughs> have you ever had to referee games? I have, yep. Have you ever had a coach treat you like you've treated them? No, thankfully. <laughs> it's always like little kid stuff, though, so. Oh, it's so <laughs> Right. I was well, smart these, about that. This day and age, you can't even be sure of that. No, right? not anymore. No, nope. people would be mm -mm. like, "Little Johnny, yeah, eight under, yeah, you're gonna ruin <laughs> his college scholarship." 
He's going D one. Don't want to say to him. There right? are no scouts here. Yeah, but I love coaching. It's it, the be, the best part about it is watching kids just grow. You know what I mean? Like yep. to get better and stuff like that. So it's a lot of fun helping kids. Yep. All right. If you had it any day, this I'll finish with this. Any day at all. Yeah. Uh, to do whatever it is that you'd like to do. Uh, what What are we doing? We're We're going golfing. All day. <laughs> Thirty six, baby. Let's go. We're gonna yeah. play thirty six. Then we're gonna go get some lose. Where are we gonna afterwards. be though? Uh, TPC Sawgrass is probably the nicest course that I've played. Okay. So FCA every year had like they had like um, scrambles to raise money, but then the winner of each of the scrambles would go down to the national scramble and play at TPC Sawgrass, and I got to play as a buffer group. Um, like so, I've played like three times for free, like not, and it's yeah, like six hundred bucks. Sawgrass, Sawgrass, the stadium course, so it's you'd, beautiful. You'd play thirty six at the stadium course, and then you'd find Lou Malnati's, yeah, and you'd hang you'd out eat. with some buddies, yeah. That's that's that. a great day, yeah. All right, that's that's great. Yeah, <laughs> I know, really I like, fun, listen, exciting. I like golf, but after twelve holes, I'm like, ah, come on. And it's probably because I'm not very good. Listen, yeah. if I was better at it, I would. I would be more interested. But like when we do the Ryder Cup, though, like, you know, competing yeah, against you the guy, different, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, when you do different games yeah. and stuff with golf. That's yeah. fun. Yeah. I actually think that there should, we should uh, have a game where it's like full contact golf. <laughs> so, that would be fun. So, but it, you, like, you know, a referee says go and you have, a, you have, especially putting, you have uh, it, until, you know, the guy gets to you to putt it. Go. They can just straight, <laughs> they can just they get to straight, straight haggle you. Yeah. Yeah, this is that a good would idea. Fun. Wouldn't you watch that? I'd watch that on TV. Oh, for sure. I'm sure that's going to be out there. Sometime. Bryson DeChambeau win. I mean, he'd win everything because oh he's like yeah. built like a linebacker. Him or, him or Brooks. Yeah, Brooks Kepka. Yeah, yeah. That would be fun though. See, that would be that would be a blast. Yeah. All right, let's make it happen. All right. If somebody who takes that idea, I said it first. Yeah. It's my idea, patented. When you see a reel of it, it belongs to Jeff Bucknam. <laughs> Properties. Jeff, thank you so much for coming and joining me. Thanks for having me. That was fun. You're a good guy and a Ah. good friend, and I'm so thankful that you've been kind to me when I've come here. Well, we're thankful for you. Appreciate that God called you here. So thanks for having me. Yeah, man. Yeah. Okay, for the rest of you, we'll talk to you next time.